Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, 855-212-4227. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a ton of money if you switch to Geico like Carver High did. Here's what he did. He went to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% on his auto insurance, and then he was able to completely manipulate the situation and go right back to the cooler and grab another freshie and start drinking and watching the bills. Saved all kinds of time and money and started drinking again. When uh, Carver High is here, Mafia, as you know, he's a raging alcoholic. And we bet yes, on I've every heard game. Of, I've heard the stories. Unfortunately, we have not been in Vegas at the same time because we alternate. But I've heard both on air and off these stories of what he does. When so he, he, will, he won't admit it because uh, he'll, you know, he'll act like it never happened. I saw him drink 11 beers one night in one hour. Because, like, I don't drink anymore. I used to drink 300 beers a day and a bottle of Jameson and... Uh, like a couple shots of tequila and maybe a little, maybe like a, you know, a little rum, a little rum action. And I, one night I'm doing a show with uh, Carver High in L.A. And my boy showed up with a 12-er, right? And that was in the last hour of the show. So he showed up at 10. The show went till 11 L.A. time. We're at the Intercontinental. My boy walks in with a 12 of Bud Light. When we left the show, he walked back to the room with one can. So in one hour, 11 beers. That's impressive. It's very impressive. Look who's here. Gio, Greg Giannotti, rock star status from WFA. Who? Boomer and Gio in the mornings. My man, Gio, how you doing, brother? It's good to see you in uh, Vegas. I'm doing great, man. Yeah, Mike Carver, he just looks like a drinker. You know, when I he mean, walks around the newsroom, he just looks like he's been drinking or he's about to go drink. It's great to be here, man. It's an honor to be on your show and to uh, to be here at the same time as you because you own this place, man. Do you uh, have you ever been to a uh, title fight before? Yeah, I, I have not. I've been to Mayweather McGregor, which was really sort of the like, worst fight ever. So there was that. Um, I've seen Deontay a couple of times. What a but, scene that was, though, for that fight. It was the worst fight I've ever seen because. Carver High and I went, and it, he got his ass beat, right. that, this Irish guy with his cheap whiskey. Sure. He got his ass beat, but he sold it like no other. Like, he was going to beat Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather forrelled with him for the entire fight. He would have killed him. If they would have let it keep going, he would have killed him. Sure. But that was the worst fight I've ever seen. And the second worst fight I ever saw was Mayweather-Pacquiao. What See, a fraud I thought that, that one was worse because I had higher expectations for that. You know, with, with Mayweather McGregor, it was a spectacle. I knew it was a spectacle. I knew half it was a joke. I was kind of just right. there for the, the scene. But Mayweather Pacquiao was something we'd been waiting for for the longest time, and then you find out the injury afterwards. I did see, you know, Wilder Brazil uh, recently Where at Barclays. At the Barclays. Barclays. I was there for that. So as if you want I to only call go that a real title fight. I know? only go there when, I'm, uh, when I need crack. <laughs> When I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really don't. I thought there was a Prudential Center. I've been to, I've been to the Barclays Center a lot for fights, yeah. right? Like, I've seen a lot of fights there, but I don't like going there because it's a pain in my ass. Right. So I go down to CBS. Where, I do, par- you, where do you live? So I, par- I live in, uh, I, don't, I don't like to say where I live. Okay. I gotta, but you I live in aware that Brooklyn's so a pain in the ass. I live in Jersey. Okay. Okay, I live in North Jersey. All Fair right. enough? Yeah. So I'll tell you off the air where I live. I live with all the rich uh, people <laughs> and, and dear 
bear, sure. turkeys, uh, coyotes. Acreage. I live out, and people with horses in their front yard. Right, yeah. You know, like your, uh, the guy, uh, Fat Sessa, he lives with, doesn't he own a bunch of horses? Oh, sure, yeah, so of I live does, like yeah. with people like him, with horses running around right. in their front yard, like the rich people. Rome's got that, too, yeah. the horses. Yeah. I don't have any of that. I got, like, a, a beautiful home, and all my neighbors hate me. My dog's name is Boston, and I got a gambling problem, <laughs> and I let my dog... Uh, you know, cable on people's yards. <laughs> and you just don't want to leave your horse right, so farm going, to get to Brooklyn. Going to Brooklyn. So for me, I drive down to CBS. Yeah. Because that's what I call it. Right. I don't, I don't call it the other name. That's hate the sinful name. I don't call it that. <laughs> okay. So whatever they, whatever they think of themselves, that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't refer to them as anything other than sludge. All right. So, okay, so, 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 so CBS I park Radio. in front of yeah. CBS. Gotcha. And then I take these two like shank trains over to Brooklyn, you know, yeah. where you got to change trains right. and you have like a 40% chance of being shanked. <laughs> And then I bring my kids. I brought my son to the fights. Yeah. And like when I leave that arena, I just don't. I just don't like changing trains twice and going down to Varick and then getting in my car and then driving back to North Jersey. The whole thing's a pain in my ass. No, it is. Yeah. Driving to Brooklyn is like that's like driving to Europe. Yeah. For me. Yeah. No. For me, I always have to stay in the city because I mean I'm 64 miles east well, on so, Long Island. So, so what you, I do, you're I go a Long in Island I, boy. Yeah. I, I'm way out there, South Shore, Long Island, way out east. Uh, so. What I do is I'll end up staying in the city because it's, it's just too much. It's just everything is a battle. Are, everything are you, anywhere in the tri-state so, area is a battle. So you drive in every morning? Every morning, yeah. Do you drive to the fan? Yeah, yeah drive Yeah, drive to the fan. And where do, you, where do you park? Outside in the front. You know, Because there are spots open. Right, spots open And then what do you hour. do, pay the tab every yeah, day? Yeah, but it starts at 9 o'clock, so I get all those hours up until 9. So 10 you leave? Nah, I mean, I'm there usually about 11. Do they make you sit around and have meetings? Do you no, know no. one day, here I'll tell you a funny story. One day this guy spits. Okay. Can you imagine this guy? He says to me one day, I remember I filled in. For, Eric Spitz, do, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when I filled in with Jonesy one day? Sure, yeah, So yeah. one day in my entire life, they're like, hey, Chernoff says to me, come in and, and work yeah, with. Can you, can you come yeah, in and can you sure. work with Stop Brian. with all the rock and roll yeah, and the hockey. You're Get too just, loud. You're scaring come the kids. In, come in with Jones and just do it once. There's not going to be anything beyond that. Yeah, and Brian was all about it. Man, it's got it cool, man. Right. So, so Jonesy and I are good buddies. Yeah, and I party with him in the Dominican and everything else. Right. So I go in to do the show with him, and I do the show, and it was the funniest show they've ever done because I all I did was just uh, just humiliate everyone. Sure. I just abused everyone in the building. I, I made. Think fun I remember of hearing stories about I, this. I, yes. I talked about strippers at seven in the morning. I talked about doing blow. I talked about gambling. I talked about cheating on your wife. I talked about you know beating people's faces in uh, right. and stealing Porsches in Chicago. Like I said, you know, when I was young, and and then I get up there and I was like. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, and then Spitz says to me, we got to have a meeting. Oh, so no. uh, they have the after show meeting right, in the yeah. morning drive, like a, some kind of I fem- did three, three years, man. I got like, sucked back. Do there, you remember yeah. like some kind of Femi meeting he has every day? Yeah, yeah. And so I go into this meeting and I sit there and the guys, because I, I, I thought they were just going to sit me in there and like tell me I did a great job. Have a nice day. Right. So we sit down and the guy starts breaking down the show, like literally breaking down the show in the first <laughs> minute. I'm like, so I'm, he's talking to me. He goes, now the first hour I went, I went like this. I'm going to I swear to God, is what I said to him. I go, <laughs> I go, listen, dude. Stop. I'm leaving. I don't listen to you tell me anything about some show that I just filled in for one time, and I'm never going to do it again as long as I live. So I don't care what you think of what I just did. You can't talk about strippers at 7 in the morning. I go, I just did. 
And I go, guess what? I'm leaving now. Bye. You get the text messages during like the I middle did, of the I show. Said, Listen, I, I love That's you. when you know you're really important. Is you get the text right. message like, get off yeah. of this, get away from right. this, stop Does he this. Do that to you? Uh, very Just rarely. Just admit it. Very he doesn't rarely. even work there anymore. What so the guy rarely. says to me, that you, you know, he said. uh you know, you can't do this. You can't do this. I said, listen, bro, I love you. I got to go. I'm not going to listen to you. So I got better things to do. He goes, what What do you have better to do? I go, I got to go down and tell Chernoff he owes me $10,000. <laughs> so I go down to Chernoff's office and I go. What, from like the 90s? No, no, I, go, I go, you owe me $10,000 for ratings bonuses. Oh, and he yeah, goes, yeah. no, I don't. I go, yeah, you do. He goes, no, I don't. I go, yeah, you do. He goes, get out. I don't eat. Just get out. Yeah. So I walked out. Ten, an hour later, he called me. He goes, all right, you're right. Oh, my wow. agent, I, they owed me because I, I, you don't think I follow the money? No, I'm just surprised that he Because I don't make any money. Do you think I, do you think I follow the money when I got a little coming my way? Yeah, but he's not a guy who caves that quickly. That's I why I was surprised. His middle name is no. Okay? He said <laughs> well, no compared to, to some of the other people that are over there you, now, I mean, this guy do, is do like the Yankees. you know how long you know? I've worked for this guy? Right. 30 years. Yeah, sure, I know. So, I, I literally... It's been uh, a contentious 30 the whole well, way, right? He used to scream and yell at me every day of my life for, for you know, five years when I was on the fan. Yeah. Now he's left me alone and, and never said a word to me right. in eight years. Which is what's perfect for which you, right? I you don't like, need any of that stuff. Which I like. Right. Well, it turned my, I don't know what the deal is, but I, can, I like, can't hear myself, okay? So anyway, uh, I like... I don't have a problem with the guy. I just don't, uh, you know... Sure. I don't hang out with these dorks, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm too you're, cool. You're, you're way past that part I, of your career I, I, where I'm, you're listening to anybody. Listen, I respect him. Right. And I even respect Eric. I just don't. I'm not. I'm too not cool. Thing, Dude, right. I am so cool. I mean, you've been doing this for now for, what, Forever. 30? Yeah, 30. For longer than everyone. Yeah, right, Okay, right. so for a nationally syndicated radio, I'm 25 years in a row. Yeah. Thanks for all your advice on, on programming <laughs> and, and sports talk. Because then... You're an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. Right. Stop with the play the hits and talk about the top story of the day and go to the update. Do you right. know how many people listen to updates now in no, radio? No, it never How happened. about no yeah, one? nobody. Yeah. You know what people do? They use their phones like it's crack. Right. Well, that's what sort of we do now. We just have the one an hour. It's Jerry comes in. He plays I have the, them every the cuts half hour. And, you know, has, it, right. It's just it's one, it one. Well, yeah, that's you got still oh the same God, stuff. Oh, my God. It drives me nuts. And they put anyone in with me. Last week, a poodle did it with me. <laughs> Like they, they put a poodle in with me to do the updates. Am I wrong, Mafia? Make it tell the truth. Because Berman's, Berman's there four days a week, and then the fifth day, I get a different guy every day. No offense to anyone. Right. Like, I got Greg. Then I, I've had Greg 75 times. I've had Schwartz. I've had them all 50, 60, 70. Darwin, Zook. Don't call me Ron. I've had them all. But I just leave me alone. Do I not know how to do this now yeah, after right. 30 years? No, of course. I'm I mean, with honestly. you, man. I'm so with tell you. me about your uh, – how much time do I got, Mafia? Right. In this I, segment about – Okay. Less than two minutes. So, but I got, but, uh, but negative I, two minutes. But I got, really him for, I got him for the hour, right? As long as he's willing to right, show, so, of course. Because I have a lot I want to discuss with you. All right, go ahead. All right, so um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break now, and then we'll come back, and I want to get into a lot of stuff with you. I want to get into your Pittsburgh days. Okay, yep. I want to get into your uh, transition to stardom. <laughs> okay. Yes, is it, from, that's happened already? Well, I mean, from <laughs> uh, let's face it, from Nowhereville to uh, Morning Drive on the fan with Boomer yeah. is stardom. Okay. It, where I come from. Yeah. Because I like you. I'm a fan of yours. I, I've harassed you on the street. Oh, yeah, that's right, after a softball night. game. So yeah, that's right. I believe in you. I really don't like anyone else there. I like, I like Boomer. Yeah. And uh, is there anyone else I like? No. Joe and Evan? Don't like Joe I, and Evan? Listen, I, I like Joe a lot. Right. I've worked with him in TV, and I've worked with him in radio for forever. Right. I like him a lot. But I don't have anything to do with him. Like, right. do you understand? Like, I never see sure, the right. I haven't seen Joe in seven, well, eight years. You don't see anybody. Ten right? years. You're, you don't see anybody. Bro, I work with hookers and rats late at night <laughs> where I want to be. Do you understand? Zook. I want to yeah. be there. Right. I don't want to be near these people. Right. No, ever. I, don't. I, don't, I tell them to, you know, 
I, I'm right in their face. I tell them what they can do with their day. I don't listen to anyone. I've, so leave me alone, and we'll all get along just fine. Right, right. And that's what they – I think they – at the very least, I would say there's some semblance of truth to that, that they understand that now. Right, right. Because when I used to have to deal with Chernoff every day and scream and yell at me, I scream and yell back. It's nothing worse. It's not going to work. Right, no. I've he never, hated my guts. He wanted me fired oh, so many times. When I left for the Thrasher job, he probably right. had sex. <laughs> I mean, he was probably the greatest day of his life when I left. They got yeah. rid of me because neither right. Hollander or Chernoff wanted me there ever. They didn't want me when they – when I came back. They didn't want me when I came back because the suits above them are the ones that put me on here. Neither one of them wanted me. They took me out to lunch. A guy said to me, I don't, I'm not buying your stick. And I said, I'm here to please. Sure you are. I'm like, pass the sauce. <laughs> Honestly, because I'd like, they just think I'm this lying heathen, drug addict, uh, alcoholic, wife beater. I don't know what they think I am, but I'm you're a, a You're a wife beater. Dude, I'm, aren't a, you? I'm, a, I'm a nerdy dad. I got a mortgage yeah. and two kids and a dog. Yeah. I play basketball seven yeah, days crack, a week. Crackhead, yeah. wife beating, But I'm dropping, uh, dropping 30 a game. Yeah, I'm right. a crackhead. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and talk to Greg Giannotti of the fan. I got a lot to talk about uh, and his career. He's a really funny guy. If you've never seen him on CBS Sports Network, he's on TV now, too. He wears makeup. No underwear, but he does wear makeup. And uh, it's for Alan Bench from Vegas. This is Pharrell on the bench. All right, uh, Carver High and Matt Hatter running it back in New York. Mafia's here with me. I'm Pharrell. Greg Giannotti's with us. And uh, you brought your boy out here yeah. to go to the fights. Right, yeah. No, it's a childhood friend, man. Uh, Bellport High School, uh, class of 1999. Do you, and, does uh, he, does he, uh, is he a fan of the show? He listens to the show regularly? Yeah, he does. He's, he's not even, a, he's a boxing guy. He likes boxing. He's not even a big sports fan. Um, but, uh, but he listens to the show every day because it's me. That's, that's right. a loyal friend. That's a loyal friend. Know? It's a loyal friend. So do you think you guys, like, do you think, like, does he want to get a prostitute or anything? Tonight? No, 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 I don't think so. No? He just got married. Oh, all right. So sorry just, about that. He just, just got married. Uh, yeah. just, so he needs some blow? All right. <laughs> I can do that. We can do that. Right, so tell me about uh, Greg Giannotti with us from The Fan. Uh, tell me about, uh, you know, Pittsburgh. And you're, because, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I love Pittsburgh. I think it's a great city. It's the gloomiest place on earth yeah, that I'd like to. Yeah, more cloudy days there than I'd, in Seattle. But, I, but I'd like. I like living there more right. than anywhere else. I, yeah. I loved it. No, I, I loved it, too. I met my wife there. I mean, she's now in Long Island with me. But I, that five years that I had there was tremendous. Does she miss Pittsburgh? She does. And her now her mom's out here, too. So my mother-in-law's living. Uh, does she hate months. the Islanders like I do? <laughs> no, she really didn't. She loves the Steelers. She didn't like the Penguins? She, a, a little bit. You know how Pittsburgh What's is. What's wrong right? with her? Well, I mean, she, Pittsburghers, whatever like the cool thing is, they'll right. jump on it. Um, so when the Penguins were winning, she was always. Do there you like the, the Penguins? I mean, I did when I was there. You know, it's. But now you've gone southbound on me. What are you rooting for the Rangers now? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. I. I you like the Islanders? Yeah, it's it's oh, more. Oh God, it's more Carver High. You and him should be lovers. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just it's one of these things that out there, I have you have to become fully immersed right. in everything. And there's people still tweeting me today from Pittsburgh that say, "Are you still a Penguins fan?" I was like, why oh, did I you really Why did you uh, choose Long Island? Like, what was the deal there? Like, because. Uh, did you grow? Oh, you went to high school there, yeah, and then yeah. just worked in Pittsburgh. So you just went home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. But no, how I'm long were you at the uh, fan in Pittsburgh? Five years. I was actually the ten year anniversary is coming up on February fifteenth, and I'm going back out there for it for a big uh, party because it meant a lot to me. How so. funny is it that that like that's those studios are nicer than the ones we work in? <laughs> How funny is it that Pittsburgh is nicer than New York? I mean, honestly, let's talk about the rat-infested building we work in. Yeah, it's not. Listen, it's 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 nice because you got a parking space and it's clean up there. Foster Plaza, right? Pittsburgh, it's really nice. Green tree, but it's it's not it's not as. How nice long did it work. take you to get to work? Ten minutes. Uh yeah, yeah. I lived in Mount Lebanon. So did and, I. And, yeah, five minutes actually. It took so like where did you live in Mount Lebanon? Uh, I lived Parker off, Drive. I lived on Parker Drive. Get the hell out of here. I did. 
I lived on the the little private lane that runs off of Parker Drive, right at the corner of Cochran and Parker, that little private yeah, lane yeah, that yeah, goes yeah, back yeah. there. All those mansions down in there, that's where I grew up as a kid. Yeah, I think it was 280 Parker Drive was the address. I lived on uh, Morrison Drive. Was my front of my house was Morrison. The back of my house was Parker. You know, so, like the, the battles down there? So the private drive down there, right. I used to, I, I slept with every girl on that street. Really? Do you know who one of them's, uh, I didn't, no, I'm not going to say I slept with her, but I dated. Yeah. I, let's just say I dated uh, Steigerwald's daughter. Oh, no. Uh, John. John Steigerwald. Yeah, and I'm good friends with Paul. Right. So, like, I was hot for her, and I was, like, jumping out of their windows at night, and he was chasing me with a baseball bat right. when I was a kid. <laughs> well, John's a nut, man. Like, some of the stuff that he's he great. writes. Like, I mean, he's very, he gets everybody talking. But he's like, great. So, I mean, some of his headlines in these stories, like, oh, my God. He was a great writer when I was there. And then when I was there as a kid growing up, like, Myron Cope was a, a sure. legend. Of course. Not only as a Steeler broadcaster, but he had a great talk show. Yeah. Every afternoon. What everybody said. Uh, you know, Stan Saverin, uh, Myron Cope, right. when I got there, everybody would bring these names up. And, I mean, that's what I loved about it is there's so many guys there, like Bob Pompiani. I love guy has been there forever. Real nice guy. Yeah. I mean, you know who one of my best friends is? So I moved across the street over on Cochran to uh, Colony Circle, which was over on the other, you know, in the on the other side sure. of Parker is the rich neighborhood. Right. It's, uh, what the hell is it called? I forget what it's called now. You, Something you, estates. You might remember. Yeah, but no, anyway, yeah. so my dad ran, like, U.S. Steel, so I lived in a mansion. And so this uh, house over on Colony was huge, and my next-door neighbor was Albie. Oh, get out of here. So Albie, Albie Oxenrider. Albie yeah. Oxenrider and yeah. I became really good friends. Yeah, I love Pittsburgh, I'm still man. friends with him. When I go back there, I go to Atria's to eat every time, and I call up Albie, and we hook up. Now, you, you heard the story about that Kevin Benson out there? I don't know who that is. He's a weatherman who's been there for 40 years. Right, no, I don't know who. All right, I'll tell you. What happened? Hey, God, he got pulled over. It's a great story. Was he hammered? Yeah, he was hammered. Good for him. Yeah, hammered. Good for him. Yeah, cocaine. Well, that's awesome. Belligerent. Well, who doesn't have that with him? Yeah, no, but for, but 40 years on TV, yeah. That's crazy. It was, but who's worse, Errol Spence driving 105 in a, in a uh, you know Ferrari flipping over drunk or him? No, terrible. I mean, I, both are terrible. I don't even know that about that. So uh, you, you worked in uh, Pittsburgh, and then you moved – Back to New York. Yeah, you were, and what you you were working on CBS Sports Radio, right? Yeah, so I five what was years, that deal? So I did uh, four and a half in morning drive, and the other six months was at night when I first got there, and then I wanted to get back desperately to New York, and everybody's telling me don't do it, don't leave local radio to go to CBS Sports Radio, and I said that's what I want to do. I want to live in New York, and I want to be in New York just in case anything happens at WFAN. Never thinking that it would work out the way that it right. did, but rather maybe afternoon drive. And then I did uh, three years with uh, with Brian Jones there on CBS Sports Radio, which was which was awesome. I loved that guy to death. So I, I think he's great. I, I had a blast, and we did so much stuff. Like you know, like you just you're so what you're, happened? You're Ed? liberated. So at first was it Moore and Jones? Yeah, they did nights, yeah. and then then you did uh, then then you worked with them, right? So exactly. they went from Moore and Jones. What would, what did they call that show? Mojo, Mojo, and then it became Geo and Jones. That's right. Yeah, and then you went to work on the fan. Right. So let me ask you: when you when uh, when everyone knows what happened, yeah. and your boy ends up going to jail, yeah. uh, and they come to you and say, "We want you to replace him." Did you did you cable in your pants? Uh yeah. Well, it was a long process, so. I'll tell you a story not a lot of people know. All right. All right. So this is actually the first time I've ever said this on the air. I'm giving you this one. Good. All right. So there was a point where Boomer didn't know what he wanted to do. So I did a bunch of audition shows right. with Boomer, and he couldn't make up his mind. Right. And, and Chernoff got to the point. So Chernoff, they let him, like, decide. Well, it was they. So Chernoff and Oliveira wanted me, but they also didn't want to force someone on Boomer that they didn't want. Right. right? So Boomer said, I like him, but I don't want to have a shotgun marriage type of thing. 
Um, so it got to the point where he couldn't make a decision, and Oliveira wanted to move me over to WFAN, and everybody was, like, turning down afternoons over there. So, so Oliveira said to me, you know, I think I'm going to put you in afternoons after all these audition shows with Boomer. And I said, this is – I was like, I want to do mornings with Boomer. This is what I want. So he said, yeah, I know, but we're, we're just going to do, like, Boomer and Friends for a while, and I think we'll be okay. And it's going to be you, Chris Carlin – and, and Bart Scott. Right. So I said, oh, man, it's like, I don't know. This is going to be a weird one for me. I'm not sure, but it's WFAN. It's afternoons. Like, you I'll gotta, figure it you out. You got to figure it I'll out. I'll figure it out, right? So, so they said, but we haven't told Boomer yet that this is what we're going to do. Maybe if we tell him, he'll say, no, 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 I want Greg. Put him in mornings. Right. So the morning that they were going to tell Boomer that they were going to put me in afternoons, he got to me before he even heard so from he didn't them. even know. He didn't know. It's 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. He finishes up his CBS Sportsman and goes, here, come back to my office. And he goes, let's go. Let's get a deal done. You're in. So I'm like, are you kidding me? This is great. They must have talked to him, and now he changed his mind. He's, he's ready to know. go. But he didn't know. So Chernoff walks around the corner. It's me, Boomer, and Chernoff. What are you doing in Boomer's office? Right, so he goes, so it's great. So he goes, I just, he goes, I just told him, get the deal done. He's going to be my new partner. And Chernoff goes, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Because you weren't sure. So he's like, no, no, I'm sure we're going to do this. So I'm thinking that whole morning doing Geo and Jones that I'm doing mornings with Boomer. I'm texting right, my wife. Right, I'm texting my right. friends. I'm like, this is great. So then after the show, 9 o'clock, Boomer's on till 10. I go back there. I said, well, that's it. I'm doing mornings. That's what you wanted. That's what I wanted. And Chernoff goes, well, you know, Olivero still wants you to do afternoons. I'm like, oh, my God. So he said, we're going to talk. crazy. He goes, we're going to talk to Boomer after the show and see what he thinks. So I said, all right, fine. So I so Boomer at ten o'clock, Chernoff, Olivero, Boomer in an office right. for an hour with the door closed. Right. I'm waiting in the newsroom. Jesus. My whole future is being Jesus. determined in this room. Right. Boomer comes out with a thumbs up to me, and then at that point I knew that it was, it was good. Done. And then I went in there. So what did you do? Uh, did well, hold, there's one more piece of this. So right. I go in there, Chernoff, Olivero, and me, and then uh, and Olivero was not happy because he wanted I the think needed the other thing. And then Chernoff says, well, all right, well, I'm going to call her then. And I turn around, and he's got Maggie Gray's number up on his uh, Outlook. And that's how that happened. Right there in the office, right then. <laughs> wow. So, d- so uh, you know, so he actually, for the first time ever, got, uh, you know, basically Boomer got it, overruled him. Because uh, he, cause the one day he said to me, he said, uh, you know, because those guys didn't want me to work there. Yeah. And, uh he told me we, we went yeah, to dinner. Because you're, you're a crackhead. That's yeah, why. You sell you're crack. You're a crack crazy. dealer. We all know there's you're a crack dealer. There's something wrong right. with you. Yeah, yeah. So he says to me, uh, he takes me to dinner at this great restaurant in, yeah. uh, in the village. And uh, we're having dinner, and he said to me, he said, uh, it's the first time in my entire career I had to use my boss card to really? get someone, you know, a job. Wow. That he had to overrule these two clowns. To give me the job, they didn't want me. Wow. They want nothing. They'll never admit it because they're liars. Yeah. Bottom line is that's what happened. He goes, I told them you're working here, wow. whether you like it or not. Wow. That's what he told me to my face. So you can believe whatever those people tell you, or you can believe what I tell you. <laughs> and I'm a lot cooler than them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I respect him greatly. That's fine. He can believe that whether he wants to or not. But that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll come back. I want to talk to uh, Greg about uh, some sports. I want him to do some of his funny voices, and I want to uh, see what he thinks of the fight. And uh, it's Pharrell on the bench. This is Pharrell on the bench.
All right, it's more important than oxygen and water. Pharrell on a bench.com. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results. Chicks dig me. Fans love it. Uh, it has it all. Football, college, pro, hoops, hockey, boxing, MMA, you name it. Pharrell on a bench.com delivers. 73% last week in the NFL uh, with my picks documented. My sixth week out of 11 in the 70s. College football for the season, 67% winners, thousands of games, 64% last week. Uh, this week, raking in college basketball and NBA and NHL. Uh, what was it, uh, Wednesday night or Thursday night? What, what, uh, it was 11-2. and two. Was that Tuesday night? Tuesday, Tuesday night, 11-2. and two. So sorry, I got those two wrong, uh, games wrong for you there, fat ass. Uh, <laughs> Greg Giannotti's with us. Oh, by the way, hide the money from your wife because she'll steal it and buy a Fendi bag uh, with your profits. So, uh, so you get the gig in morning drive on yeah, the fan. Right. And, now, and now the next thing they say to you, we're going to put you on TV every day. And, like, sure. how has your life changed for the better with uh, this tremendous opportunity? Because I'm a fan, and I think you're great at what you do. And uh, you have to be excited. And, like, what, what has changed in your life from doing, like, radio in Pittsburgh or doing uh, CBS Sports Radio to being on FAN? Because I was on the fan for a yeah. long time. I know what it's like. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, the whole local radio community thing. Because, like, it, three years of CBS Sports Radio was impossible to explain to people in New York that I'm living in New York, no I'm working in New you. York, but you can't hear me. So so all of that. It's so I, embarrassing. Right. I mean, that, that, that was a tough thing, but I ended up losing 50 pounds because I got the gig and I was just huge. And I'm looking at myself on TV and right. I, got, I got healthy there. And I also had, you know, we had our daughter so right after I got the healthy? job. So what did you do to get healthy? Because I did all that too. I'm old and fat. I'm an right. old guy. So what happens is when you get 50 and over, you just get fat. Right. You, you never lose weight. Losing sure. weight when you're over you're 50 is almost impossible. Thin, no, man. Even like I've always been a been basketball thin. player, right. and I'm in great shape. I play seven days a week, but I had to stop eating junk food. I yeah. stopped drinking soda. I stopped drinking creamer and coffee. I stopped eating pasta and bread, sure, right. and I just ate uh, fish, chicken, and salads, and I, and I ate, like, um, at, you know, Atkins bars and stuff. Right. Instead of junk food, I'd eat uh, protein bars and stuff like that, yeah. and I just ate. I ate three good meals instead of eating one huge meal or eating junk food all weekend on Saturdays and Sundays. I'm like a fiend. I can eat 50 bags of popcorn and have 17 uh, pints of oh, yeah. sorbet. Yeah, I'm an and, eater. There you and go. then when I drank, I drank like a, a fish. And so when you drink, you get fat. Right, right. Absolutely. So that's what I did. I did a paleo diet. I mean, I had the, my daughter and I was on TV every day. And I said, this is ridiculous. So we're, I got to get was healthy. Was your wife or someone telling you you were fat? No, 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 no. No, it was me. I, I, listen, I have self-awareness. I know what I'm doing None well. None of your friends, your mother never told you you're fat no, or anything? No, no. I mean, I knew. It was one of those things, like, maybe there'd be a joke here or there. Because you but, look great now. Yeah, you have just, to be proud of yourself. He, he used to make fun of me. My friend Nelson was sitting next to me. He used to make fun of me because I get gout all the time. Yeah, really? Through, My mom was, had gout. Oh, it's and terrible. And you get swollen toes? Oh, yeah, toes. I had it in my uh, my elbow once. I actually went to, we went to a fight. <laughs> what fight do we go to at the Barclays? We went to uh, Porter Garcia. Right. Danny yeah. Garcia. Yeah, I think Porter Garcia. I was there. At, uh, at the Barclays. And you were limping? And no, no, no. I had a gout in my elbow. I looked like a butler because <laughs> I, I couldn't move my arm. So what? So how did you get rid of it? How did you uh, get pa- healthy? Paleo diet. What is man. paleo diet? Is that like eating beans? Yeah, it's like sort of like what everything everything like from the earth that was like. Oh, like so plant-based diet. Yeah, but but no, but there's chicken and a lot of protein and, and stuff and like did that you have, too. Did you have to stay on it? Yeah, yeah, for, for a long time. Are you yeah. still eating right? Uh, I'd say 70% of the time I How I bad right. is it for you like on a Saturday and a Sunday when you don't have to work and you're sitting there in front of the, like I can go to the kitchen oh, a thousand times. I'm dangerous. Well, my, my wife and I with food. 
food were like a drug couple. Like you ever see like they follow around like that show like uh, addiction or rehab, and like the drug couples get together, and then all of a sudden like, they're trying to be clean. They look right. around. Next thing you know, they got tin foil in their right. plate and stuff. Like that's the way we are. Like well, so what should we do? And next thing you know, it's like you know French fries in our face right. and the Philly cheesesteaks and everything. So when we're good together, right? It's so you're great. like a team. Yeah, exactly. Why does she have like if she doesn't take care of herself, she'll blow up too? Well, yeah, that's that's what, what happened. Yeah, well, that's what happened when she was pregnant. Is it got really bad? Right, of course. They so, get fat. They and get swollen I just, ankles. And and I just deal. got, I just got My pregnant like, with her. Don't come near me. I'll kill you. I'll cut off your package. <laughs> I will eat your children. Don't even look at me ever. And like, the worst. So mine smokes. And I'm right. like, listen, you really need to quit smoking. Mind your own business. I will poison your dinner with lysine. <laughs> I will give you cyanide. My you loud mouth. And they're believable, too. Right. That's Great. the thing. Crazy. Like, you're you're going to die. You feel so, like you're going to die. So, uh, and now you're on TV. Like, what's it What's it like now? Oh, like, it's great. I mean, it's, it? it's awesome, man. Like, I, I'll... Because you know what it's like. like. You can't always see your audience, right? So we did a show from the Blue Point Brewery, which is like three miles from my house on Friday, right. October 4th, which is the first Yankee playoff right. game. And uh, and like a thousand people showed up at five o'clock in the morning, lined up and outside, you, away. you know, to watch us. And yeah, and it was just, and I think that might have been the first time there might have been more people there for me than for Boomer because right. they were all my people, right. South Shore, Long Island people. So stuff like that, you know, I, I stayed afterwards, the pictures and everything. Right. I mean, it just, I, did I don't that. take any of it for granted. Too. Right. Like, so I did that. Like when I used to come to New York, because I did the show in L.A., you understand? Yeah. I did it from Culver City and, and Westwood. I've heard you tell stories about Chernoff calling where you're laying right. in a pool out right. in L.A. and you yeah. Just like screw you, you yeah, jerk. Like I used to do remotes, like and and but a thousand people deep in a place, and and there was just all kinds of felonies happening. I mean, there, there was a, literally. I went. In, I did a remote once yeah. in New York in a bar. I, I just it was on the east side, and I'll never forget because I walked in uh, and I'm doing the gig, and like in the middle of the gig, I'm soaking wet. I'm just freaking out. I'm just lit. I'm drunk. Everything else. And I walked in the bathroom to go to the bathroom. And some guy was having sex with some chick on the sink, and I'm like, dude, what is here. happening? Wow. Here? What is happening here? It was this your was, people, though, man. It, it was that was what it was like. Right. And he wanted no part of me. Like he thought I was the devil, Chernoff. Re- oh, Chernoff, the devil. The devil. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't even go near. You're he, the guy he wouldn't go near. Sex on the so sink. do do me. No, I I yeah. he I just he French kissed me, and then I ran <laughs> for my life. So tell me, do some of your voices now. I know this puts you in a bad predicament, but the thing is, is that everyone brags about how great you are doing them, and I go to bed at four in the morning, dude. Yeah. I, I, I no. sleep from four to eight. I don't listen. I don't listen because I just know you're great and know you're funny because I see the clips on, on social media. Sure. That's yeah. the only exposure I get to. You know I love Boomer and you, and I've, I've, I used to do the show with him and Craig. I'd come right. on once in a while. Right. Or they use clips of me and funny stuff I do. But I want to hear some of these. Well, I mean, I think that the problem. your top five. The, well, the problem is that a lot of these top five are all WFAN personalities. So it might be funny to you and some New Yorkers, right. but then a lot of these people, they don't know. So well, who, cares about, do that. who cares about other people, what they think? Well, I, I it's your audience. I want to make sure your audience no. is happy. We don't right? care what they think. They're drinking right now and smoking weed. It doesn't matter. Just tell me. Do all these. right. All right, Francesa. Francesa, we're here. All right. All right, Pharrell. Just will you will you calm down for a second? Okay. Will you calm down? Just just shut up. <laughs> hey, just shut up. All right. You know this Wilder. You know he's a champion, big puncher. But you know I even you know I'm sixty six. Okay, and I'm six. I could get in there with a couple rounds of him. I could come across. <laughs> what is wrong with him? I could do it. I could do it. I'm telling you, I'd love, I'd love the opportunity, okay? I'd love the opportunity <laughs> to go with him. This guy's cocky, okay? He's a clown. What does he think okay. of you doing that? Does he, he drive him nuts? Oh, he hates it. Text churn off all know, the time. He hates me dead. Well, he hates all of he us. He hates me dead. He hates everybody. He hates me more than you. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. If you're hated by him, that means you're good. 
because the people that he likes are non-threatening to him. Right. That, that when if, you know he threatened I said to that, quit the fan because they hired me. Oh, I'm sure. Him, I'm and, sure. him and Russo. Russo admits it to this day to me. Do you like Dog though? I get along with him when he went to Sirius. I got along with him because he was very cool to me and respectful of me, uh, and basically apologized for the way they treated me. I when got I was a great. At the how fan. much time do we have? I got a great. I just story. have two minutes. Go ahead. Ah, oh, I was gonna give you a great dog uh, gambling story. Just but give I, me do his. Can you imitate? All him? right. So he used we used to bet uh, runs, hits, and errors when I was a Joe and Evan producer. Right. He'd come out the total runs, hits, and errors of the day games, and he got me involved. He'd go, all right, here we go. Who's in? Who's in a family? Who's in a family? Are you in? Are you in? I'm making twenty six thousand dollars a year producing Joe and Evan. He's like, all right, you gotta get in, Greg. Come on, let's go. Are you, are you in? Are you out? I said, listen, I'm, I'm broke. I'm not. I'm not in. He's like, oh, he's not a part of the family. So I said, all right, fine. I said, fine. Fifty bucks. He's like, no, 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 no. 250 or more. So I said, all right, all right, fine. I'm 250. He said, all right, let's go. Let's go. So then, bang, loss, bang, loss, bang, loss. It gets to the point I'm down $1,100 to Dog's Bookie as Joe and Evan's producer making $26,000 a year. And I came in with a check one day. I was like, I'm just going to write him a check. I'm going to hand it to him. I'm going to be done with this. So then their producer at the time, Mike and I had producer at the time, when I walk in, they stop me. They go, no, 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 don't, don't pay him. So why? Because his bookie just got shut down by the cops. Oh, that's good. You're in the clear. All right. So then he leaves for serious. Fifteen million dollars right. is in the papers, right. right? Six months later, I get a phone call. The news. You owe me money. He goes, "Hey, listen, I uh, lost a big, big, bad week at a college football. You got eleven hundred dollars on a run since and Whatever you can send me, uh, I'll take." Jesus. Hey, Greg, you're awesome. Uh, congratulations on all your success. Keep rocking it. Keep doing your thing. Stay healthy. Uh, continued rocking and rolling on the fan of CBS Sports Network. It's great having you on the bench. Yeah, my pleasure, man. I'll Thanks. see you tomorrow night at the fight, you guys. We're yes. sitting together. That's going to be We're awesome. sitting Thank ringside. You. We're going to grab the rope, and I'm going to pick up hookers. <laughs> Greg Giannotti from WFAN in New York. This is Pharrell on the Bench. We're live at the MGM in Sin City for Wilder Ortiz, too. Shake out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.